So you're a philosopher? Yes. 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 This is Thoughts and Moments. Hey, hey, it's your boy Silly Thoughts, the Prince of Petty. And I'm Joy, also known as Joyride. I provide the moments to make your life better. We're here weekly to provide the latest news, trending topics, and edutainment. We will engage, entertain, and inform, but we keep it real and we keep it fun. So whether you're riding in these streets or podcast surfing with your peeps, this is a show you don't want to miss. Every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on The Real 1100 a.m. And guess what? It's 5 p.m. So let's go. Go, go, go. Hey, hey, it is your boy, Silly Thoughts, and whoo! <laughs> you got to see a little bit behind the scenes of how we try to rush and get everything going, but you are listening to Thoughts and Moments right here on The Real, 1100 AM. I am in my Bane mask again today, yes, uh, trying to do my quarantine, my 14-day quarantine, uh, after I was traveling uh, last two weeks ago, now, now almost two weeks ago, a little over a week ago, uh, down in Florida, and you know what's going on in Florida. You can't be too careful. I was trying to be very, very careful when I was there, but I'm going to be extra careful to try to keep my uh, my, my co-host and my producer safe uh, and still bring you quality entertainment. So that being said, welcome, Joyride. How are you? I am doing well. Hello, everybody out there. Um, I tried to get like Ellis today and wear my, uh, my Bane mask. This is my blue <laughs> version of, you know... I was born in the dark. You adopted <laughs> it. That's that. That was one of my favorite movies, as far as Batman movies go. Was it was. It, it may have been the best one. I like the Joker one with uh, yeah. Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. He was very, very good. And I didn't think they could top that one. And then they came and with the Dark Knight Rises. Yes. And yeah. so it was great. So we out here, you know, doing our full. People have been talking about us since we started doing our show about social distancing and yep, wearing yep. your mask. And then Ellis went to Florida, and I was like, you know what? We should probably be social distancing and putting on a mask or something, because you know Ellis got cooties. Well, you know, it was funny. Like we were texting about the show, and I was like, yeah, I think I should probably wear my mask just to be safe. And like two seconds, it wasn't even, I couldn't even fit the hit send on the tape. Joe was like, yep, yep, <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> and, and while you're at it, let's do that for two weeks. Exactly. So, I'm gonna need some. I'm gonna need some privacy from so, you. So, so I learned something about myself. Um, you know, as, as we've been kind of sheltering at home, quasi, and social distancing, and all this other stuff, as activities have reduced a lot, I learned, and, and this, I always knew this, but like when you are spending a lot of time with yourself or just at home, you really kind of solidify some things that you know about yourself. And so um, everybody knows about learning styles, whether you're a visual learner, auditory learner, kind of kinesthetic or a combination thereof. I, I am an auditory learner and I was always that way in school. And so like if the teacher taught it in class, I got it. Like I knew it and I would answer those questions right on the test. And it would always be the teacher that would put something from the lecture and the book and so I was sometime on reading a book and, and catching that material. So I would always get the, the lecture part right. And then the book stuff, I was like, eh, I'm iffy on that. And so I started, I just signed up for Audible. Oh, nice. And I started listening to books and I'm catching so much more. And it's like, and people, some people say, oh, I can't listen to a book. I'm like, it's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like I'm just riding in the car. So all these times I just listen to a book and I'm just getting all the information. I'm able to recite it and give it back to you yeah. and really digest it. 
because I'm an auditory learner. You know, I could go real deep on you right now and talk about the, <laughs> the traditions of auditory or um, oral tradition and storytelling yeah. in so many cultures. Before there were books, there were griots, etc. We, <laughs> but we really do hear and retain a lot more from what we hear versus what we read. And that is absolutely true. So I'm not surprised that you are getting more from an audiobook. You know, um, I'm, a, I'm a bibliophile. I love to read and I love uh, written words. It took me a while to get to Kindle from a hard paper or paperback book. Right. Uh, now I've got like 200 books on my Kindle. And <laughs> my only issue with audiobooks, unless it's um, being narrated by the person who wrote it, is I don't never agree with the voices that they pick. Like they don't sound like that in my mind. So I like to do my own reading. But yeah, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're uh, getting stuff now. You know, yeah, people learn in different ways. But everybody remembers what they hear. That's why we know all the lyrics to rap songs from the '80s because we heard it. Well, it's kind of easy to remember. Don't push me because they said it real slow. <laughs> But yeah, definitely, definitely. So Malcolm Gladwell is—he uh, narrates his own books. Cool. And he's kind of got a his voice is mundane. So like, uh, we were in the car and I was listening to it, and my wife was riding with me. She was like, "His voice is putting me to sleep." And I'm like, "No, this is great. Like, I'm just <laughs> soaking it all up." So it's definitely, you definitely see somebody's learning style, uh, you know, really come out. And so, you know, just kind of in, in all of this, because we know social media is is driven by multiple ways right so people post articles you have to read and a lot of people don't read those but when they post those short videos and they'll post a meme mm -hmm. with just some lines on it a lot of people will read those and go ballistic yep. but they don't read the articles and you're like and like we talked about before mm -hmm. if you don't read the article that byline is maybe something completely different than right. what's contained in the article. Right. And people get so people, upset by those bylines. And that's where we talked about cancel culture uh, a few weeks ago. And that's yeah. one of the things that bothers me about it is people will see a headline and want to ruin somebody's life over it. And it turns out the actual article, because there are some journalistic uh, integrity, journalistic ethic things that you have to do. And you can put anything you want in the title yeah. as long as the article is factual. And then people won't even read the article. Um, and then sometimes, especially uh, in the in the era of extremely biased journalism, people will write two or three facts and then go on a tirade about their opinion. And people send this stuff out, and you can agree with the title; it has nothing to do with the article. Somebody read the article, and now you got an argument because somebody didn't want to read on um, Facebook. Worse yet, is a meme yeah. with no sources, yes. no background, just. Here's what they're doing that they don't want you to know. Anytime somebody sends me something that says, this is what they don't want you to know, I don't want to know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the, the, the stuff that was going around about 5G. Oh. Come on, bro. Come on. I saw one and it was, you know, and I get into this, this debate a, a, a few times um, about the, um, Irish and whether or not they were slaves. And so yeah. you, you go back and forth about that. Then there yeah. was this picture they got put up and it was and it was showing some white people in you know just they weren't in bondage but they looked like they were being forced to work uh -huh. and they were like this is, and then but you go but you google that picture and they had a whole write-up about it wasn't even from the united states it was from overseas mm -hmm. it was the wrong time period it was because the clothes were, were were off and like mm -hmm. they broke it all down but that picture was circulating because I always say people seek affirmation and not information. And exactly. so when you saw that, when people that, that are taking that stance 
and I'm not fighting that fight today, but I'm just saying when people take that stance, that was their affirmation. And so they started posting that immediately without verifying the, the veracity of that of that particular photo. And so we got to and, and, and that's on the other side too. So I'm not just trying to pick on right. on that um, other people. Cause I, I, I do the same thing on, on when people send me stuff, because if you can see my DM, if you see my instant message on Facebook, people send me stuff all the time because they want me to post it or talk about it on the mm-hmm. show. And I have to, I have to nah, verify bro. it first. I have to verify it. I'm not gonna put just put it out there, just because it affirms what you want to believe. Mm-hmm. Like I saw, I saw a post this morning, and it was actually the a friend of mine was like uh, like Mark Lawson says it's, it's a all clickbait. But a friend yes. of mine was debunking the picture that was going around of Dr. Anthony Fauci and his wife Christine. Now his wife is named Christine. Okay. But they were trying to say that he was married to Christine. The woman who is the sister of the lady who's in trouble behind the Epstein investigation. Yes. I forget her last name. Giselle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. They were trying to say that was his, her, uh, her sister, <laughs> and it wasn't. But people were just going off like, see, Fauci's in the middle of. They were trying to malign his character. Right. And discredit all of his medical achievements and medical understanding. Twenty he, years of, of of being the the, the lead the government lead guy <laughs> on, on pandemics. Served for uh, multiple presidents, right. but all but of a sudden now thing. he's got that. Ain't even his wife. I mean, the pictures of his wife. His wife is another doctor, another scientist, right? And not this chick who is a sister of this other chick. And people weren't even doing the research. Then when he debunked it, folks got mad at him. Why are you spending so much time talking about it? I'm trying to help you <laughs> not be stupid. You know, let's help each other not be stupid. Please. Yes. I, I, there's a long-winded way of saying. Verify, you know, verify your sources, verify what what comes down your way. I always do it, you know, Google and Google. And I'm saying mm-hmm. Google, Google's not fail safe, but it'll at least give you some context. Right. But Ellis, being right takes too much time. It does. Right. It really does. <laughs> if you you got to be our... first. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? That's words of wisdom point. from Greg. That's the, uh, if you can't hear Greg, he says being right takes too much time. Yes. Most people would rather be first. And especially in journalism, I remember when TMZ was a rag paper or whatever, or rag, and they broke the story of Michael Jackson dying first. Yes. And nobody believed it because it was TMZ right. that said it, and it turned out to be right. And they 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 started scooping people, and it kind of pushed the CNNs, the New York Daily Post, etc., to not verify as well as they should behind trying to be first. You know, was a wag the dog situation, and yes. because of all the bloggers and the kind of the pop up sites that have happened, that people don't need journalism credits; they just need a they just create their own platform, and people are starting to follow them because they're they're mm-hmm. out there, and so they're providing the affirmation that many mm-hmm. people need. The journalists are now trying to be first, and they're not mm-hmm. verifying their stories as much as they should because they're trying to beat the people to the market. And I that, just got and a new hard. word. I just got a new word What's from up? super fan James Herndon. He says they're immediates. Media idiots. <laughs> Mediates. I like that. I'm going to use that again. It is mine now. You can't trademark it. We're, we're, we're breaking new, new vocabulary words <laughs> right, out here. We're going to get that in dictionary. <laughs> under thoughts and moments. Mediates. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Well, we've got a great show support. planned for you today. Today, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about what's going on. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's just going on. And, and we've been having interviews and and. and segmented shows like when we talked about the black movies and we talked about cancel culture Mm -hmm. but today we're going to just kind of talk about what's going on like this really between the protests and kanye running for president and will and jada and august alcina and and all that foolishness we're going to just try to decipher it and and Mm -hmm. hopefully we can get some words of wisdom from our our life coach i may be doing some on the spot (laughs) coaching of people who are not in the room just so we can (laughs) kind of get some sense around what's going on but the first thing we got to do is we always have to do at this time is our trending topics
100 bands inside it. The truck of Maserati. The girls that came from Finals. I got them on the mile. She rolled it like Bugatti. They got my scar cut. And that's a trend and topic. Yeah, that's a trend and topic. All right. So first things first, you know, we always start with our update. And the United States has surpassed 3 million uh, confirmed cases of the coronavirus. And uh, we are leading the world in coronavirus. We've been leading the world for quite some time. This is not where you want to come in first. You know, know, I saw I saw a a guy that was he works for the White House. Of course, he is well and deep into their kind of propaganda. And it was funny. So he was on, he was on a, a Fox panel. So let me get you know get mm-hmm. that out there. He was, he was on a Fox panel, and they were like, even the Fox guy was like, and he was like, yeah. If you ask that question, if people, are people better off today under this president than they were before his presidency? He was like, you have to absolutely have to say yes. And the guy, and even the Fox host was like, wait, 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 wait. Now what? you gotta, you gotta, you know, we got a pandemic, and because he was trying to spend the. The job numbers. He was like, we're at eleven percent. He was like, oh, but we just we just created more jobs in May and then more in June. We're like, you, you were getting you jobs back. Like no. we're at twenty percent. But the the thing that he really said that that struck me out was, he said that they projected that two million people were going to die as a result of coronavirus. Two million people dead. That's what they. That's what the projections were, and because only two hundred thousand have died, he saved. 1.8, he saved 1.8 million. So we got to give him credit for saving. No. One point. No. <laughs> he used the projections as if no. they were a real number to talk about how the president. I was like, you know what? Wow. I'm, I'm going to debunk that wow. right now because the original projections <laughs> from Dr. Fauci, who I still trust, was between 100 and 150,000 people would would die from this disease if we maintain social distancing, even with our. Um, uh, protocols in place. Right. We have now surpassed 200,000. So you don't get no credit for the imaginary 2 million that you projected on your own. The projection was 100 grand. We had 200 grand. Uh, when and I rising. was that that's beating your 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 target by 200%. By 100%. So it yeah, is. no. No. It is. And, and, and we're doing poorly. And for those that would say, well, the likelihood of death is it's been going down, right? I read an article today, the numbers, the the death rate associated with going down and i'm like that's a good thing that people are are recovering from it it's still not a good thing that they're catching it so we can't just say just because less than you know one percent or less than half a percent or whatever the the number is that that you know we should be taking the risk of going out there Mm -hmm. because there's people that still have compromising conditions you still have elderly you still have you know, potentially children that are spreading it to their grandparents if you force them back into schools mm-hmm. where they're like incubators. And we all know schools already are incubators. Right. That when one person comes in with a cold, everybody, everybody cold. gets a cold. So, once again, I used to work in the uh, adjacent to the healthcare industry. I worked for a company that did a lot of hand sanitizers, hand washing stations, paper towels, soap, et cetera, bathroom stuff. And we used to work with schools, hospitals, hotels, stadiums, airports, all the places all the public places that you don't want to go right now. And I can tell you unequivocally, first of all, we've been, we've been telling people hand dryers were trash for 20 years. Um, all they do is blow stuff back on your hands. We've got plenty of results about that. And now people are finally like, ew, you should probably not use hand dryers. Like, yeah, yeah, no stuff. I've been telling you that for 20 years. And on top of that, um, we've got so much data that will tell you that a school <laughs> classroom is possibly one of the dirtiest places 
in public in the United States because of overcrowding, because of lack of proper hygiene from these kids coming from home, because the teachers see 200, you know, 100 to 200 kids a day. All it takes is one sneeze and touching the desk for everybody in the school to get sick. And it doesn't take long. It takes yeah. days. And for hey, a whole what school to I go down. said was right. What I said was right. Thank you, Greg. What I said was right. And um, <laughs> Jennifer Lewis is another one of the people I like to channel from time to time. But um, I want people to understand, putting those kids back in school with no plan, no protocol, and it has to be 50 times better than it was when they left school in the first place because it was trash in the first place. And now you have a disease that has no cure and no uh, method of prevention once you contract it. You know, there's no treatment. So the, the danger is much higher. Right. And there's a lot more people that have it now than had it in March. You yes. Know? And so and that's the that's what the people are saying. That, that's kind of weird. The contradiction is they're closing restaurants in Florida. They're shutting things down in Florida. But then they're also trying to get kids to school. And so there's this and there's this kind of image that's going out. It's a, it's a front page of a paper. And on the one is an article about the shutting down the restaurants to try to stop the spread. And then the other article is we got to open up schools in the fall. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like. That doesn't make any sense, but just, you know, the thing that we are, we're going to keep banging this, this point home. We're going to say, keep yourself safe. Yes. Keep your family safe. Whatever Wash your you hands. need to do, wear a mask. keep yourself safe, do That's it. it. You see this big old mask I got on my face? You know how cute I am? You know how not cute I am with this, you, this mask on? Y'all look coming you in. That's an overload of cuteness right now. Right. right. Going on and we all covered up. Right. <laughs> right. But I'm going to do it because, like I said... You know, we're still in our two-week, uh, I don't know what Ella's doing over here. You know, so <laughs> it's been a week, though, so far. He's not coughing or anything, so I think he's going to be okay. But, I mean, this is to make sure I protect the people that are around me every day. This is to make sure that um, I'm doing everything I can to keep myself safe. And I don't care if some people think it is uh, overdoing it. I don't care if some folks think that we need to relax the rules, etc. Um, as for me and my house... We will wear masks. Yeah. I almost wore gloves in here today, but I couldn't find a second one. And I don't want to be like Michael Jackson with the one latex glove. That's just weird. <laughs> it looks like a weird exam. I almost got some gloves so yesterday. I, I was at the grocery store. And I almost got, they had a box. I was like, ooh, I, I, you know, I don't want to be a hypochondriac. But uh, uh, Kevin uh, in the chat room said that we should get the uh, where you can put your logo, the Thoughts and Moments logo yes. on a mask. I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm, I'm looking at it getting that. Oh, that's right. That's right. We do have some swag. I have my first piece of swag, and uh, a friend of mine who has the ability to make buttons, he made these for us just as a, a test run while he was testing out his machine. Uh -huh. So we have thoughts and moments buttons, and I'm going to put one on my mask. Oh, yeah, that's right, because it's small enough. It's not it's not the big, you know, like buttons yeah. that you get. It's a smaller but about the size of a quarter. Yeah. And you can, put that, you can put that right in your mask. So yep. we're going to be giving those out to our super fans. We're going to start identifying some people that are super fans that are here. That are part of the show that I always, you know, jump in with us every week, and so mm -hmm. we're gonna give, we're gonna send y'all. We got a, a small batch of, of buttons that we're gonna be sending those out. So, right. so if you get something in, in your DM from us, please respond. Right, right. <laughs> we're trying to give you something. We're trying, we're trying to be, trying to be generous up in here. <laughs> All right, so that's our coronavirus update. That's kind of our trend job because today whole the whole it, show is trending. It's topic. trending topic. So mm -hmm. we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk about. Kanye, yes. and every once in a while he just he steps off into into crazy town. And, I can't and, wait. And I hate to use that term, but this it's hard to say it. So it, it, yeah, we're gonna talk about Kanye when we come back from the break. Uh, mm -hmm. You're listening to Thoughts and Moments right here on the Real 1100 AM.
Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I don't believe it. Oh, it's a touchdown. Entertainment. Are you not entertained? And other special interest talk shows. Well, isn't that special? All on one app. Yo, that's dope. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today. You made sacrifices, lost loved ones. At VA, you've taken. We see the thousand times you've stood back up. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see a path forward. We see all veterans. We see you. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. This station and the Beasley Best Community of Caring want to protect your family. Get everyday prevention tips at cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Whoop-dee-scoop. Scoop-dee-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop. Poop-dee-scoop-dee-scoop-dee-whoop. Whoop-dee-scoop-whoop-poop. Poop-dee-dee-whoop-scoop. Poop. Poop. Welcome back, and you are <laughs> listening to Thoughts of Moments right here on the real 1100 AM. I don't. I, I, I remember Saturday Night Live doing a skit about this song, the Scoopity Whoop. I've never heard this, and the fact that it was actually recorded is blowing my mind right now. I thought it was a joke. He really has a song that says "Scoopity Whoop, Poopity Scoop." Yeah, that's 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 crazy, you know. So it. it I'm so ashamed. only in America. Oh. All right, <laughs> so got a nice bad music, a little Marvin Gaye. Um, so Kanye West, this past, I think it was this past week, I, I don't know the exact date, mm-hmm. decides that he's going to throw his hat. He announces that he's going to run for president in 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, full disclosure, he's made this announcement before mm-hmm. that he was going to run for president. He actually made this announcement a long time ago at an award show that said he's going to run for president in 2020. And then he makes this weird announcement. And... Right. He in doubles July. downs on it, right? right? Like he does an interview with like, uh, I think it was Vogue or something. He did an interview, mm-hmm. Vanity Fair, and doubled down on it and really talked about his party. He's going to have the birthday party. The it, birthday party. So he's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. You know, that's a Democratic party. There's a Republican party. And, and then, then there's, there's the birthday, the birthday party. Uh, he already has a, a running mate. Wait, uh, who is his running a, mate? It's a female uh, minister out of like Montana. That is his running mate. Um, and he says, you know, he doesn't support the president anymore, even though up until his announcement, he had been a, a MAGA cap wearing mm-hmm. uh, Trump uh, supporting person. And all of a sudden he decides he's going to run against Trump. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news is this. Like, that's that's the crazy town news. The good news is this. He hasn't done anything in an official capacity right. to actually put his name on the ballot. He hasn't filled out not near paperwork. Not nair. Ma'am. Ma'am. Like, like you have to get, like, the petition signed, and you got to go through to get a vetting process. It's not just like, mm-hmm. I want to run for president, you throw it out there. Like, you, you, right. there's a process you have to go through to even get on the ballot as an independent, because mm-hmm. you can't run as because they've already had the primaries right. for Democrats and, and Republicans. So it's like, so there's all these obstacles. But the fact that we're even having to take our time to talk about it, it's, it's enough of a distraction mm-hmm. to take us away from focusing on What's really going to be happening in November, mm-hmm. who the real candidates are, learning who those candidates are, 
and holding the president accountable for what he's done well and what he hasn't done well. Right. But if we're talking about Kanye, we're not talking about Biden. We're not talking about Trump. We're talking about a guy that's not going to win. That's probably not even going to be on the ballot. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the problem that but I have. Here's the danger of all of that. There is always a space to write in a name on a ballot, whether they qualify or not. Yeah. And there is a chance that people will write Kanye's name in. He may even be going for that. And he may only get, you know, 100,000 votes. And if you think that's a lot, you, you need to study the population of the United States. But he might get 100,000 votes of people writing in Kanye. He might do a last-minute video, Write Me In, and that's his new song. And people will do it because a lot of folks really don't understand the gravity of any sort of election. And it's just... It's the, for them, it's the same as voting for, you know, so you think you can dance or the voice and they just go vote Kanye. And the next thing you know, we will have allowed 100,000 votes to make the difference between who wins and who loses this election uh, for the contenders that actually stand a chance. And that is the danger of him doing a stunt. Now, I also understand he has an album coming out. Yes. And this is probably just publicity for his album. And, and, a, new, and a new set of uh, Yeezys, his shoes with Adidas coming out as well. And so there are there are some and he's claiming, of course, that it's not motivated by that. But mm -hmm. it's hard to say that it isn't because he doesn't have a real platform. Like, no, his platform is scoopity whoop. <laughs> and, and here's the thing and I think the danger of voting a reality TV star aka you know business mm -hmm. mogul however you mm -hmm. want to define his, his acumen with all the, the bankruptcies and things like that mm -hmm. but that opens the door for a lot of this type of stuff because before you wouldn't have I mean the, Ronald Reagan was an anomaly um Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, you've had some celebrities that have moved into politics. And Al that was Franken. was a California thing for a long time. Jesse yeah. Ventura. But those people Al actually, Franken. Al Franken, yeah, in, in Minnesota. Jesse Ventura in Minnesota. Those people actually paid attention to mm -hmm. details and really focused on what the, what the issues were and made a real effort into running for office. Right. Um, I was surprised when Jesse Ventura won, but like he made a lot of sense. Like when I saw him in interviews, I was like, mm -hmm. okay, it's hard to get him out of that actor Jesse the body Ventura yeah, yeah. mode, but he was making a lot of sense, and mm -hmm. I appreciated you know his his when and he I was got, governor. I got no problem with anyone who decides they want to take an interest in the uh, the progression of their country, uh, whether I agree with their views or not, and they go through the rigor of understanding the process, understanding the system, and understanding what needs to happen in order to put themselves on a ballot, vote, and then run for office and hope, and if, if they do well, to uh, maintain that office. I got no problem with people who put the work in. It's folks who don't put the work in and just show up one day like, ooh, I want to do this, that uh, is a danger. Oh, and, and by the way, mm -hmm. Kanye has never voted. Kanye has, he didn't even vote for Trump. He just likes the hat. <laughs> and he likes the hat because people told him not to do it, and like a willful child, he's like, I'm going to wear it anyway. He even said that multiple times. You can't tell me right. what to do. I'm going to wear this hat because I want to. Okay, fine. Wear the hat, son. Don't nobody care. So um, please, but the please, problem is please. so many people did care. Yes, yeah. like, like what? I, you know, don't do it as a prank. Don't do it as a, aha. Uh -huh, I don't like any of one of them, so I'm gonna write Kanye's name in here. Mm -hmm. That, that's, that's ridiculous. Please, I mean, and I'm not telling you who to vote for. Right. I'm saying, 
take it seriously. And I know voting has been diluted because of the American Idols and the So You Think You Can Dance and for the celebrity dance. All these shows that you vote on, I get it. It's been watered down. Voting has been watered down. But voting in your local, state, and national elections should carry some weight, especially for the fact that certain groups in this country fought very, very hard to get that right. Whether it was women and suffrage in, in 1920, whether it's African Americans in the 60s with the Voting Rights Act, uh, the terrorism that African Americans faced from the um, during Reconstruction, from the KKK trying to keep Black people from registering voting, mm -hmm. poll taxes, all of these things that people did, for you to take that so cavalierly and so ca you know casually and be like, I'm gonna write Kanye's name as a joke, it's not a joke. Right. People's I, I want to add line. something to that. Yeah. Um, I think all to, to add on to that is, I think a lot of people like look at there there's a celebrity obsession yes yeah. and you see how people want oprah to run for president yeah. or or michael jordan or harrison ford or, or, yeah <laughs> just right. because he played han solo he'd make a good president that some people <laughs> like equal that like someone being famous to that someone can run the country right and because of that i think that's why there there's there's people who are legit interested in Kanye running for president and would vote for him, even though they have no idea what his platform is, like you said. Right. But they'll still do it because he's Kanye and we want that Kardashian in the White House reality show. <laughs> right. And he's absolutely right. For those of y'all, if you uh, couldn't hear him, he was talking about uh, we have this obsession with uh, celebrities. And uh, like we talked about, like Reagan, people right. wanted Harrison Ford to run for president. People wanted Oprah to run for president. And uh, wisely, Oprah was like, nah, son. <coughs> oh, God. So um, one of the things I know, yourself. right? Is, you know what? You know what I'm coughing from? It's from putting alcohol everywhere. Yeah. And now I have alcohol, <laughs> I have alcohol in, my, in my lungs. But right, like I like I like this is said in the chat room, Kanye equals a distraction and it's mm -hmm. and it's absolutely a distraction. Again, yeah. We're not talking about the issues, we're not talking about either the legitimate candidates. And this uh, is, we're talking about Kanye. And, this and that's is where what he it's wants. It's important to reach out to the young people that you know because he probably won't pull too many people from the forty and over crowd, but that twenty five, twenty nine, thirty one year old crowd will absolutely see it as a prank, a lark, a goof. Um, maybe not take it seriously. I mean, I remember speaking during the 2016 election to several people who were 28, 29, saying that they hadn't planned to vote. They didn't see why it was important or that's something their parents did, et cetera. Right. Um, and then you remember Jill Stein uh, subtracting a lot of votes away from the Democratic Party. Um, right. Not that she didn't have a good platform. Like she said, like I said, she did the work to put in and get on the ballot. But we are not at the point where uh, we can have a healthy multi-party system it's still very much two-party and um it is until we get out of that or until one of those parties implodes uh, this is what we got and so you have to deal the hand you're, you have to play the hand you're dealt and right exactly. now kanye is a joker uh, with no power right yes he is a two of clubs <laughs> take him out the deck y'all know he, he's my phase players y'all know what i mean he's a little joker <laughs> but it's the last book Right, and the big joke ain't been played yet. Right, so, so you it's know worthless. I am <laughs> <laughs> a space player. You're like, yeah, you got that little joker, but the big ain't been playing it. You on the last book? Right, so you just gonna just throw that, that out there, talk waste your time. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, so one other thing I want to mention is, um, around Kanye, we have we have talked about him in the past. Everyone has about his uh, mental stability, and I've reached the point where I absolutely 
I absolutely believe that there are some, uh, there, that he needs some help from a mental stability standpoint, whether it's getting back on the medication he was taking before, doing something different, seeing a therapist, whatever. Um, but at the same time, there's a level of personal accountability. And when you've gone this many years, um, it's not a fluke. Somebody who loves you should be able to have enough influence over you to get you to at least start down the right road. And the fact that it's still being allowed speaks to me of either people who are using him, uh, riding his coattails, or a massive ego that refuses to, you know, he's, he's talked before about the medicine squash and his creative process. Yeah. If your creative process tells you to run for president without any preparation so you can launch an album, I'm going to need you to rethink that. Well, there was a, you know, there's a funny little uh, piece that uh, uh, Dave Chappelle was on the uh, Jimmy Fallon show, and, and he was talking about the first time he met Kanye. Mm -hmm. And it's a funny story. You can find it on YouTube. And he's like, he's like, everybody kind of just knew that he had this super ego. Mm -hmm. Like, and so that was kind of, uh, and all, I mean, the roots, everybody started laughing. He was like, and he was like, I didn't know because I didn't know who he was. He was like, he was just with, uh, like, most staff in common and things like So he was just part of the thing. And so they were listening to, tracks and one of the tracks it was jay-z coming in saying oh i think you did it again yay and like he said this unknown rapper was it was in there he was like stop it rewind that and play it again because he just wanted to hear his name being shout out and he was like what's this dude right mm -hmm. and they all just start cracking up because they're like that's who he is and so he does have an ego mm -hmm. um but that ego and you, you have to be careful with that in that you're right mm -hmm. there are a lot of people that make a lot of money off of him mm -hmm. and so they do just enough to prop him up because any all this stuff draw, brings a lot of attention so right. you know he, and he's okay with negative press he he's just a, wants to see his name he is a marketable train wreck and unfortunately people are making money off of it but I mean, and and I stay out of a lot of celebrity news because you know I <laughs> I feel like celebrities are just you know they ain't no better than me, so I don't really care what they're doing in their lives. But this could potentially affect my life. Yes. If uh, it allows, um, it, if it allows things to continue on as they are now, what the way we are now, the situation we find ourselves in in 2020, I find untenable. This is an untenable position for me, and so I don't want to see the same regime in 2021 and so for me the this election is literally do or die and we could join the birthday party after november How no about that? you're not doing the birthday party ever <laughs> create a platform formulate something for real and then and then we could then we can we can evaluate it based on its merits but i'm not voting for you just because you're kanye west i love no. you i love your first two albums they were great love them um i love the album that you did with jay but that doesn't mean that I, I'm going to trust you to With be the leader policy, of this company. Nah, you know? of this country. Come on, man. Go sit down somewhere, please. And if anybody votes for him, please, get your head examined. Right. right? Especially someone who has never voted before. Now you want to be president, <laughs> you can miss me with that. Okay, next up. Next up. So, uh, and I know you don't talk about celebrities, but there's a foolishness that has gotten so much noise, it came across my radar, because I don't do a lot of celebrity mm -hmm. watching either. The Will Smith... Jada and August Alsina. Is that how you say his name, uh, Greg? August Alsina. I, had to, mm -hmm. I was reading. I had to prepare for today's show. So I'm reading this foolishness. So apparently, here's the timeline. 2013 uh, is when they were introduced. Um, August Alsina was introduced to Will and Jada by Jaden. Because mm -hmm. they're closer in age. Um, 
they were introduced and i guess august was going through some issues at one time i think in 2015 he was on drugs and so the the smiths brought them into their home to help him get through the the addiction mm-hmm. they developed a friendship relationship he actually attended an award show with her one time that uh will couldn't go and so you know they have been you know friendly part and, of the family and, and part of the family thing. kind yeah. of thing so now coincidentally he's got an album coming out but mm-hmm. that be that as it may he's doing an interview kind of doing the, the press tour about his new album and then he drops the bomb that says oh yeah uh, when they made their switch from being a committed relationship to just a life partner uh, situation I was dating Jada and sat down with Will and he gave his blessing and we had a sexual relationship for a period of time and then that, you know, that relationship has kind of separated and dissolved and it really hurt him and he really loved her and he went through all this thing. Mm-hmm. And then there's been this back and forth. Like, Jada's had to deny it on, on a, through, through her her people. Will's had to deny it through his people. Jada's mom has, has put, you know, uh, posts about mm-hmm. it. All this stuff. And, and, and he's dropped a bomb on his family. Now, there have been rumors about their relationship for years. I mean, mm-hmm. you can go all the way back to... I remember people rapping about it in, in 2010. Like, so about how their relationship is, is constructed or where they have an open relationship or they, and they, they use a different term. They said they have an adult relationship. You know, Michelle said that he was on the Red Table Talk talking about addiction. And Red Table Talk is only a couple years old. So that's, you know, more recent history. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the breakup, according to him, happened in 2019. So just last year. That, that he was with them and, and mm-hmm. part of their lives all the way up until last year. And so, and I think now that the breakup has happened, he's now opening up about it. That's his spin on it. And that, you know, he's really, she really meant a lot to him and all this other stuff that he's coming so, out. It sounds to me, and y'all can't see my face because of this, <laughs> but it sounds to me like uh, Miss Pinkett Smith may have that good, good, that, uh, you know, you can't get over some of that Erica Badu type stuff <laughs> where, you know, 20 years later, Common is still mixed up yes. over Erica. Everybody that yes. ever dated Erica Badu has been mystified. 3,000. Yes. Yeah, they, 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 they all love it. So maybe <laughs> Jada got, you know, that uh, under the, what is it, the secrets of the universe? The secrets of the universe. <laughs> in her, uh, you seen her mama? Yeah. Her mama, right. 66, is still fine. You know, okay. like, like the boy said, if mommy has a quarter daughter, must be a dime. So, um, <laughs> you know, maybe, I mean, it might be, he might really truly have feelings for her. I don't know. I can't speak for him. I know what I don't uh, believe is that I care. I don't care. And I'm not trying to say that to be dismissive. I'm not trying to say that to diss Will and Jada because Will Smith is one of my favorite um, people. I love love him as a rapper. I'm one of the 20 people that love him still as a rapper. I loved him as an actor. Um, I thought Jada Pinkett, uh, when she was still Jada Pinkett, I've I've loved her the whole time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not fangirling over either one of them, but that's their private life. I don't care what they do at home. I don't care what anybody does in their bedroom. Uh, when this guy decided that he wanted to make it public, for me, it felt kind of like a, um, what's his name, Drake and a Rihanna moment. Yeah. Where Drake was all, I love her. And he just kind of had a moment of not being able to let go yeah. of Rihanna, yeah. even though he never had her. Because didn't she tell you she was a savage? But um, <laughs> I think the same thing about Jada. Like, you know, whether something happened or not, she clearly had an impression on uh, this young man. And he is either in love, infatuated, or in denial, whatever end he might be, it's um, that's their business. And I, for one, 
if I was in an open relationship and I kept it all on the quiet or DL or whatever, don't be outing me just so you can pump your album. And that's that's my biggest problem. Like I, you know, they're a, they're all three of them are adults, right? And they can do whatever. Again, I'm not a big fan of Doctor Phil, but one thing I do say. A relationship is a series of negotiations. You get what you negotiate, right? So if that's how they negotiated their relationship, mm-hmm. and that's fine. That that's their thing. You don't need you don't need to be putting that out there in the streets like that. Right. You know, if if they wanted to share that, then y'all can have a conversation. Y'all come out together mm-hmm. and say, hey, yeah, this was going on. But you just threw them completely under the bus. You threw. Jada under the bus with her business. You mm-hmm. threw Will under the bus. I'm like, yeah, we talked about it man to man. Like, he just gave me his blessing to go and, and be with right. be with Jada. I'm like, wait a wait 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 a minute. Can can I get that uh, sounder for me? I just wait a minute. <laughs> you know, um, you know, one of the things that I uh, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, Hold, wait. First of all, you're not gonna speed past that. Like, you didn't just <laughs> say what you just said. Exactly. I'm like, really. There's a, there's this code. The code is you don't kiss and tell, right? right. And so, whether it was or what, if 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 you were in love with her and and a relationship was behind closed doors and you was in love, you got to be in love behind closed doors, you know, straight up, whether you're together or not. And I'm gonna say, uh, Tara Hayward Quag just said exactly what I was thinking. They should have had him sign an NDA. Now I remember. Uh, Beyonce came under a little fire when she put those lyrics in a song like you gotta sign an NDA before you can come hang with us etc cetera, right. et cetera. something along those lines I ain't mad at it though because they have a brand to protect they have a reputation to protect and so if you're gonna be around them sign this NDA real quick and understand that whatever you see happening here you can't never speak about it under penalty of massive lawsuits so I think that would have been a good idea NDA would have shut that right down as Anitra said just you know kill it right then Exactly, and then he did a song called Nunya, right? Mm-hmm. Wait, I, I'm trying to give you August Alcina. He oh, did a song called Nunya, and there were some lyrics in there that kind of allude to it. And then you watch the video. I was doing research, <laughs> so they uh, watch the video, and then there's this video, and, and there's some text message, and the text message is from a name that that name is Jada's middle name, right? And so, and that the text message is there, and then there's like a uh, Come about the lyric video? Yeah, that is so Nanya. messy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so there's all this stuff in there, and so it's like, dude. And then he says, "Oh, it wasn't about her." That's messy. But you use it. You use a a, a gif of her right. in the video right. uh, and, and during the text message. I'm like, dude, really? Let me let me say, you know what? I got some dirt on somebody. I'm not gonna say who it is, but he's bald and wearing a blue shirt next to me right now. <laughs> You know, goes by the the acronym. We, I'll just call him Silly. I want. I want. <laughs> you know what? What is that? I, it just. It, it's just, again. So we're going to end this because we both are like, oh, uh, I need a shower. You know what? Jada will uh, August. Y'all do your thing. Um, keep it out of public, the public eye. Again, I think everyone's bedroom is their own safer space. What happens in there is between whoever's in there, and uh, I just don't feel that people's private business should be outed for. Especially for uh, for um, capital gain, you know, if you did this so you can get your record sales up, so people will remember who you are. That's the lowest of the low. Well, yeah, and 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 it's it's sad, and, and for like Beyonce and Jay Z and Will mm-hmm. and Jada, their names are so big that if you get attached to them, you become insta famous, mm-hmm. and you like, get talked when about. People trying to figure out who bit Beyonce. Yes. Did we ever find out who bit Beyonce? I think the, the consensus was Sonal Lathan, wasn't Sonal it? Sonal Lathan bit yeah. Beyonce. 
Right. So and the question no one knows, who cares? Is Beyonce, did she catch rabies? Is she hurt? She ain't, she fine. Did they break skin? No, they're not. Why don't care? It's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. So we're going to take a quick break uh, and we're going to take a shower during the break to kind of wash some of this foolishness <laughs> off. So we can get back to the topics. We're going to, we'll come back. We're going to talk about the protests. You know, when we uh, get famous, people going to remember that you said we took a shower. That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a oh, blur. Yeah. So I'm sorry. just wait on that. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm and they're gonna cut. To they're gonna clip that off, right? Yeah. And then they're gonna be running to my wife, talk about. Right. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about your, your husband taking a shower? In the studio <laughs> with his so I apologize. I'm sorry. Slip of the tongue. But mm-hmm. we'll be back. Uh, we got some more stuff to talk about. You're listening to Thoughts and Moments right here on the Real 1100 AM. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news. The latest entertainment. The newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand. Wherever you are. With the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country. And over 15 million songs to create your own custom stations. Text IHR to 45495 to download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. Standard text and data rates apply. Okay, kids, dance gonna teach you how to dance. First, spread your feet apart. Then, a pump to knee. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Or just six. The staff here at Real 1100 AM would like to encourage you to social distance yourselves. While you may feel disconnected, you can always connect with us at real1100.com. So remain at a safe distance. Call, text, or email a friend and tell them to join you at real1100.com. Growing national outcries continue over the death of George Floyd. Last night, people protesting in Minneapolis escalated as demonstrators were lashed by tear gas and rubber bullets. The main message here. The main message. Here. And you're, we're back, and you're listening. I was trying to let the break come in, but it was taking too long. So. <laughs> So you're back and listening to Thoughts and Moments right here on The Real 1100 AM. I am your boy, Sally Thoughts, and I'm sitting across from The Lovely. The Lovely. I like that. Joy Joyride. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. I uh, want to give a shout-out to uh, Kevin Wyndham. What's up? He's one of my newer allies. Oh, that's what's up. That's yeah. what's hey, up. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> that, that's what's up. We need. We definitely need some allies. And mm-hmm. so um, I trained him right, too. I, I let him have it. I gave him, like, 15 different things to watch. Oh. He watched them all, and then he went out and he tried those people. He's like, I don't know how you do this every day. I want to punch people in the face <laughs> and throw my phone. So, hey, Kevin. <laughs> it, it, it's tough. And one of the things, um, you know, I've been getting more and more into uh, because of my co-host and mm-hmm. because of just things that I'm interested in, things that I do, I've been kind of getting more and more into the uh, diversity and inclusion space. Mm-hmm. And so you do, you know, we and just a full disclosure, the reason why we don't talk about it more on the show is because we need a break. Yeah. Like, and I know she needs a break. And oh my I know God, I need a break. Just some of the conversations and the things I have to put, that I post on social media to kind of get people to think. Uh, you do need a break. And so we do talk about Will, Will and Jada and, and Kanye, even mm-hmm. though we're kind of like, eh, you know, intellectually it, it, it lowers, but it's like sometimes you just need a break from all that stuff. And so that's right. why. So and I want to remind everybody because uh, my, my best friend, my uh, double board certified PhD, uh, Harvard trained Erica Goodwin, <laughs> uh, Dr. Erica, I love saying that. I love knowing smart, fancy people. Yep, yep. But, um, Erica will tell you in a minute that you have got to balance out your, uh, your activism. You cannot you be woke 
all the time. Yeah. It's exhausting. Um, in addition to that, it I mean, it'll burn you out. And I mean, it could trigger depression. It could trigger uh, self-harm, all kind of things by admiring yourself in that 24-7. And you start to feel like or I drinking. don't deserve. Or drinking. A lot of drinking. Right. A lot of drinking. <laughs> I don't deserve to be happy because someone else out there is still struggling. Right. People are going to struggle. You can still be happy. You can still, you know, watch, you know, trash television. You can still read dirty romance novel books or whatever. You can still watch, uh, you know, pro wrestling, whatever it is you want right. to do. You can still do it. Enjoy your life. You don't have to give up or cut back on the things that bring you happiness uh, just because there is a strong uh, social message going on right now. Um, and speaking of, that's what we want to talk about. The last thing we want to talk about is the protests that are still going on in the United States. And I, for one, I am proud. I am very proud of the people who are still in July yes. taken to the streets. And they haven't lost focus. They haven't lost uh, the will to, to fight. They haven't lost the desire to raise their voices. Uh, just today, I got uh, something else reminding me about... Um, <laughs> the the situation with Breonna Taylor and whether or not the people that killed her have been brought to justice. Like this stuff, that part is not going away. It right. doesn't mean I have to focus on it all day, every day, but there's still there's still so much work to be done, you know? And that's the hard that's the hard part about this work and and and, and being on because every morning I get up and 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 you know I think about oh and I'm I got stuff on my mind and then sometimes I post a lesson. Sometimes I've been really trying to get people to understand the contributions that African-Americans have made, particularly in that period of the post-Civil War to the Civil Rights era, because I think that period gets lost. Mm -hmm. uh, but then sometimes you're like, you, you talk about it so much, you post about it so much that you don't show other aspects of who you are. Right. And people are trying to say, oh, he's only about that, right? And because that's our, that's the fundamental attribution era, era right? So you mm -hmm. say, that's who he is. And so... No, I still I, I like to have fun. Mm -hmm. I still like to go out. I still have nuance and and other things that I'm very very interested in, and I'm not you know all that, even though that I'm very passionate about it. But we contend, mm -hmm. you know, if we continue to to put out one thing, people yeah. are gonna say he's one dimensional. You're one dimensional, and you fatigue them. They start to hide your post. They start yes. to ignore you. And uh, it's to me, it's like fishing. And as much as my father loved to fish, I never really. Uh, develop a passion for it, but I do understand the mechanics. And so right. once you hook somebody, a hook a fish on the line, if you pull it in too fast, they run the risk of pulling off the line and running away. Right. If you pull it in too slow, they'll eat the bait and be out. So you have to pull, have just enough tension on the line to get that fish all the way into the boat, which means slacking off a little bit sometimes and then coming back to it, uh, letting them think they've, letting them think that they, they've got loose and then pulling them back so that they don't continuously struggle against uh, against the line. So for me, I like to fish on my Facebook page. I'm going to post some things that I need you to know, and I hope right. if I post two or three of them, you'll see at least one of them. And then I'm going to follow that up with, you know, a dance video, something funny, <laughs> a meme, a joke, just so it's, uh, you know, a little slacking off for a little while. You know, uh, my favorite movie, uh, some of those little contests you see, like how many different countries have you been to, blah, blah, blah. Then I'm going to come back to it because you still need to remember right. that they still need to arrest people that uh, uh, shot exactly. Breonna Taylor. That's going to come in again. And I'm going to hook you once again. Then I'm going to let, let off. So that balance, not just for me, but for the people who follow me, I need exactly. to maintain that balance. Right. Because you're right. Because if you keep crying wolf, they're going to they're gonna mm -hmm. tone you out. And so... Last night, I found myself looking at that video. You see the Ramon video, the the boy that was preaching about how he didn't want to do some his homework. 
Oh my goodness, that is hilarious. Oh my god, I was so, watching that last night just for a laugh. And Google, I... <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen the little boy who is preaching, he is offering up a minister worthy prayer about why he does not want to do his homework. Yes, it is, it is <laughs> so, uh, so look up if you go to uh, YouTube and look up little boy praying homework. Yes, you'll probably find it. It is great, it, it'll, it'll bring some joy to your day. For if sure. you can find that, um, Greg, that would be great. And so we could because it is hilarious. Mm -hmm. And so I was just watching it last night. First of all, he needs to be a, a minister because he, he has picked up every nuance right. of what African American right. ministers the, cadence, do. <laughs> the emphasis, the, the sound in his voice when you, yes. you, you know what you want to do. I mean, he's got his, he's got it down pat. Yes, I was like, he really has been. Are, you, are we about to play that? Are you got it? You got it. Right. Oh, listen to this, y'all. Just listen to it. This is hilarious. Watching the school, uh, trying to get the education, uh, trying to learn knowledge that your mind not even use. Uh, but that's okay, uh, because I'm required. Can I get a witness if you say I'm required uh, to watch it? Uh, I'm gonna reload the page uh, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Go watch the whole thing. You gotta watch it. But go watch the whole thing on YouTube. It will definitely brighten your day. Um, he reminds me. You know, he reminds me of uh, Arsenio Hall. Yes. And coming to America. Yes. Yes. When he was like, it helped Gilligan. Yes. Get off the <laughs> island. Oh my goodness. And he was talking about do not want to do his homework. And it's like, and his mom was perfect because she was so dry, and she was just like, uh, you just spent two minutes trying. <laughs> not to do your work. Like, like you just spent two minutes preaching about how you're not supposed to do your work. His mother is so over him. <laughs> yes. She was so, so done. But it, that, those are one of the kind of things that are distractions. But but uh, uh, back to our, our main talk, the protests. Yeah. I do appreciate the fact that people are still on top of this and still putting it out there. I'm a little concerned by the counter-protesters. Yeah. The people that are out there, like the couple that tried to paint over the Black Lives Matter uh, mm -hmm. mural in, in D.C. They've got arrested for uh, hate crime. Mm -hmm. There are there were some people in, in Branson, um, Indiana, the lady, she lost her jobs because not only did she say white lives matter, she said white lives are better. Mm -hmm. And so there was just a lot of hostility for, and, and I'm trying to rationalize what the hostility is for and what it's about and how the, the counter-protesters are Aww. pairing themselves with not only religious symbols, but with chants of USA. And I'm like, what message are you sending mm -hmm. if you see American citizens, you know, trying to march and protest for social justice and their rights, and you're you're protesting against that? Like, so, what so what what's the mindset of that? I will tell you, it all stems from the root cause or the root uh, uh, or origination of white supremacy. And again, I teach this every day, so I know what I'm talking about. The idea of white as a race is only as old as slavery itself. Before that, there was no white or black. It was uh, Congolese, Kenyan, uh, South African, etc. It was uh, Irish, German, it was German, uh, yeah. Dutch, Irish, etc. You identify with the ethnicity of, of your country. But when the multiple Europeans started to engage in the slave trade with the Portuguese who started it, um, with the help of the Moroccan, by the way, but... Um, the idea that the white skin was in charge. They set the rules. They were selling people with dark skin. And to justify that uh, selling of other humans, you had to make them less than human. It was the only way to live with yourself 
about what you were doing to other people. And that became dogma. It became the truth. The, there was so many uh, scientific articles put out that said black people or these people from the dark continent were brutish and unable to, uh, incapable of higher thinking. Savages. Savages. And I was also uh, talking about the devil worshiping religions, etc. It was deep. Mm -hmm. And so that idea continues to linger to, to, to this day that the white race, which could be anything of European descent, is better genetically, uh, emotionally, ethically, etc. He has a book called The Bell Curve. That, there's that. no proof of it <laughs> right. other than stories passed down or ideas that people give to their children. You're better because X, Y, Z. So when somebody hears Black Lives Matter, they immediately think that these black people think they are as good as I am and potentially mm. better. And so I'm not having it. It challenges my worldview, and so I'm going to fight against it. And that's what you have. Right, but then in the same breath, you know, they say all lives matter and we're we're all American citizens. And so they say we're all American citizens, but then in their mind, America is still a white country. <laughs> they just want you to stop talking about it. Yeah, you know, and, and that's that's the part that mm -hmm. I, I still find you know troubling. And when you juxtapose that against the backdrop of mm -hmm. having many white associates, right, yeah. and that are really good people and like so Kevin. There, there's this there's this kind of struggle and people don't mm -hmm. you know recognize that like do you, you know realize that there there is that that struggle and you say yes I, this is the history of this country this is what i'm fighting against mm -hmm. on a daily basis this is the i have to supplement my children's education wow yeah i have to supplement my children's education to get them a sense of self but also, that doesn't mean I hate white people. No, and I don't not think at they, all. They, and that's the part that they're not getting. Just because I'm, I'm pro-black doesn't mean I'm anti-white. Well, you have to understand, the phrasing white power was very much about the subjugation of black people. Uh, the idea of black power was about realizing your own agency, your yeah. own liberation, your own freedom. Not about the subjugation of white people, but that that's lost in translation a lot. Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, we are actually... Running out of time. Honestly, I'm glad because, like I said, I talked every day. <laughs> I didn't really want to talk about it. That's why I pushed um, it to last. We talked yeah, about the other stuff first. So try to give it. My, yeah. The goal of that part was the protests are still happening. Yes. Um, please, if you are interested in supporting the cause, go to uh, just Google bail defense funds. Help people that have been arrested for protesting without a permit or whatever. Uh, not the looters and everything, but the people who arrested for protesting. Help them get out of jail. Um, help with bail. Look into the uh, the Mercy Project. Help people overturn convictions from years ago that never should have never should have stood. Um, look into the NAACP, the SCLC, yeah. um, any organization that reach is out to me. Progress. I can send you a myriad of videos that could help explain the housing segregation mm -hmm. issue and how that affects Black wealth. I can talk to you about yep. the Confederacy and how big cotton was the, mm -hmm. the driving force behind the, the Civil War and all mm -hmm. that and, and slavery. And so, we could, you know, if, and these are five to six minute videos that help yeah. you kind of understand. Here's, I'm going to put it in the chat. It's two, two things I want you to look up on YouTube. Daughters of the Confederacy. Yes. And Compromise of 1877. Yes. Do, yes. Daughters of Confederacy. Huge. All those statues that are trying to, people trying to come down, they're, they're a big part about it. So, with that being said, we are done. We're not going to do an after show today. She's got something to get to, and I got a date with my wife, so I'm going to go and enjoy some adult time with her. Yeah, <laughs> and not with me because we're not taking a shower. Yes, no. yeah. That was figurative. <laughs> that was figurative talk. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here, so no after show today, guys. Love y'all so much. Thank you for hanging with us. We will see you next Thursday. Next Thursday. 5 p.m. 5 p.m. <laughs> Happy trails. Peace.